Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about Suits, Cranham and the kindest seen TV shows from Mike Fitzgerald. Welcome to The Kindness Project. Today I'm joined by Chris Dames. When smart and casual clash, you'll always find him. <laughs> what? what does that mean? Just like, what do I was know about it? One of your cheese drinks again? Did you no, no, no. Yeah, what was, was happening? It, it was one day when you wore like a full suited top half and jeans, and I was just like, you know what? No, you know what? I, I, I stop where I don't know. You will never catch me in a tire, and this is a very, very, very um, uh, uh, occasion when I need it. And I'm sort of, I'm, I'm getting a bit more casual. I don't think people expect business dress like full suits. For everything anymore, do they? I don't think like wearing a suit and being professional are actually that big time. It's a, it's a traditional sort of scheme in the brain that, that you had to do that to obviously it doesn't mean anything about your brain or what you, yeah, you are agreed, or agreed. you know. Um, but I like yeah, so, but I like if I'm turned up and make a new person I like to be quite smart. You're quite you can be quite smart. I mean you're looking a bit like um, you're looking a bit like um, I had a shirt uh, laying out Lara Croft's Tomb Raider today. No? Are we like I, I had a shirt laying out, but like uh, it was too warm. I tried to put it on. I, I, <laughs> I was sweating so much it stuck to my and arms. I am joined by. Um, we've got Mike back as, a, as, as the as the guest podcast, and he's got beer, which is always good. Not alcoholic beer, but <laughs> it's good stuff. And um, I've um, I've and are they gooseberries, Mike? Or They're mulberries. Mulberries, right? Okay, which so. He has gifted us food. I am joined by a man bearing gifts. <laughs> Mike. Hello. And, oh. fact, trivia fact, I've been to Cranham. Ah, we've, no, we've got to talk about Cranham. We've, we've got to talk about Cranham. We will be talking about Cranham quite a lot. And I'm also joined by the girl who, by the time we get to Japan, might have actually exploded it with excitement. It's Charlotte Nice. What can I say? <laughs> Um, so let's talk Cranham. Cranham. Let's talk Cranham. I lost it tonight. <laughs> I'm out of bed every day doing Cranham. It's the first time I've been where, in Cranham. Where, where are you going, the plough? Uh, uh, Cassie's booked it. No, we're going to, I don't know what, um, I don't know what pub it is, but we're going for dinner. You've got Golden Crane or the plough? It's one of those, but I don't know. Oh, what. I saw that when I was on the bus down to the last station. Did you? So you're, you've been to Cranham now? I've seen I've seen the end of the two four eight bus line. And what was it like? Were you was you impressed by Cranham? They had a good Tesco's. I don't know if we've got any listeners in Cranham. <laughs> there, yeah, there is a Tesco. There must be. Yeah, there, there, there might be. We've got listeners all over the world, and they're going, "Where is this mythical Cranham place?" I got ice cream. Did you? Was it good? <laughs> that now, was my, an outfit start, not in Cranham. You live in Cranham. I I live um, about a ten minute walk in Amsterdam. So. At any point, there is there is two. Yes, I got I got ice cream at Casper's and other stuff. Wonderful, and if if you go to there's two of them. One's like a small one. One's like a sit-in actual place. Bakery is called Scrum Diddly Buns. And there's two of them. Two of them. Why is there two? One's just one's just like for bread and stuff, quickly running in. And the other one's like a little cafe that there's like breakfasts and that's on Avon. It's like Greg's. What was your What was your standout place in Cranham when you went to Cranham and when? Creases laundrette. <laughs> there is a creases laundrette. Yeah, that, yeah. I was just like, that's such 
<laughs> Actually, sometimes Cranham has a uh, vintage car show, you know. Cool. Nice. So we are now officially the Cranham Tourist Board, I think. We, I, don't got, I don't know if they've got a tourist board. I don't know if they need a tourist board. <laughs> but we're now here. They've got a vintage car show. I've been out to dinner and there's a... Creasy's There's a Creasy's laundrette. When is next on your list of adventures, Charlotte? Pick a train. <laughs> we um, we protect, so we're off to Japan actually, which is quite a big adventure. Mm. But we are, um, uh, we we keep on threatening to do this game, right? Have you have you ever read the Luke uh, the Dice Man by Luke Reinhardt? Is where you just roll the dice and so you pick you pick six things to do. Yeah. You roll, roll the dice, and the dice decides what you're up to. And I think that applies to travel potentially. Mm. And as long as Cranham's not one of the six, because no, we're on trains this time. Trains. So we're, we're, what we say, like overground, are we going anywhere in the we're UK? It's going to be t- six train lines. Okay. And we'll put tube or train. Train. Okay. And you we're going to roll the dice, yeah. and then we're just going to roll the dice and see how many stops we have to get off at after. Ah. Right. So this is going to be. We're going to pick a line. What line are we going to pick? Six lines, roll the dice. So you could end up in Slough. <laughs> or even worse, Stoke. I mean, genuinely, Stoke <laughs> is the worst place I've ever visited in my life. Uh, my, my friend ran a store there for a year and he would concur. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I went to drink in Stoke and I walked into a pub and I, the glass was crunching, crunching under my feet. So oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't a place that I'd choose to visit again. But sorry, what, what, sorry to the people in Stoke. <laughs> sorry, sorry, to, sorry to the people in Stoke. I don't think you've got um, Wi-Fi in Stoke yet, so they might not be listening, but um, I am. I, 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 uh, where would you add to the list? Where would you put on the list of your six places in the UK that you could visit? So, what would you make? Mm. Like random places. Random places that I would go to. I haven't been to Liverpool. Liverpool's awesome. Lovely. I'd like to go back to Brighton. Yeah, we, we were in Brighton last week. Right? Brighton's good crack. Really nice yeah, in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could go to Liverpool, that'd be good. I went to Manchester, that's, that's cool. Yeah, Manchester's very cool. Um, I think most places are really, um, anywhere you go, you end up spring. There's the, always the, a bit of fun somewhere. The, the Midlandy bits and. <laughs> you know, Birmingham, Birmingham's in, uh, yeah. an interesting place. Dump. What? Dump. Well, do Birmingham have not been a Midlandy accent? Yeah, but always. I, 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 I. What place can you do again? Can't. It's a universal generic accent that works with them. Yeah, the only accents I can do are my normal ones. The one I get, I do when I get angry naturally. Apparently, I have three accents. Well, Charlotte goes from relatively well spoken to very cockney, very quickly. So she, are you looking angry now, Charlotte? Does that mean you're going to move into your cockney? Shush. Are you going to? Are you going to start? So you talk to Charlotte, and she'll go. Yeah, how are you doing? Are you doing well? I'm going alright, actually. What, what, what? Absolutely nowhere. I'm not, I'm not sure where it comes from. Uh, so, how can people get in touch with this? Um, Twitter is at OllaKindness. The email is Ola at thekindnessproject.co.uk. The Facebook is www.facebook.com slash OllaKindness. <laughs> oh my god, stop torturing me. 
Yeah, on a Mac keyboard, which one do you press? And on a normal yeah. standard yeah. keyboard. Is that www.facebook.com forward slash stop talking me? I think you're <laughs> going to find a completely different page. <laughs> if you, if you try oh, I don't even want to know. Don't even want to know. It's www.facebook.com uh, forward slash stop talking me, please. No, forward slash. Forward slash hashtag dad banter. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag dad joke. You know what? My my favourite oh, uh, Facebook page, apart from uh, our, obviously, is um, the Tim Vine fan club. I love a bit of Tim Vine. Tim Vine is brilliant. Yeah. I yeah. Love, I love, uh, but that is full of really bad dad puns. What's your favourite Facebook page? Right. Facebook page, um, apart from obviously the kindness oh, of the chat. Obviously, obviously. Um, I, I'm really no, boring with my Facebook. I don't. I try not to glue myself to it so avidly. I think Instagram is more for me. Okay. Yes. It's just sort of. Thank you. It's, a, it's, well, it's a lot more positive for a start. Okay. People don't generally get too into stuff on it. Yeah. Because you know we all know you can be happily just going along your day, and then someone will mention vegans or something. And, and then, starts to get... Because yeah. people love a good Facebook row, don't they? You know what? I, 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 yeah. I, the amount of people who argue over the I, I've got this phrase that I use about Twitter maybe, but it applies to Facebook as well. All you really convinced me of your point said nobody on Twitter ever. Yeah. And I think that applies to Facebook as well. You have never gone on Facebook and gone... I've, you know, if we were having a conversation, we might... Have a nuanced, intelligent debate. We're not going to do that on social media. Social media is not the right platform to do that. I'm fairly certain if you took, um, you know, Einstein and any other brilliant mind in the world, yeah. if they had to discuss, and, and say Stephen Hawkins, and they had to discuss the theory of everything, and then in going through all the, the theories and things and all the workings out, yeah. you at know, one they point, might be discussing something right now uh, because oh. they're both dead. They could be. They could be. But I don't think at any point Einstein would lean in and go. Asterisk Y-O-U hyphen R-E. <laughs> That's how you use your... And I've definitely won now, because yeah. although your solid theory of relativity yeah. is there... You made a petty point about grammar. And, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I just... Um, what do you think? Do you think... What about... Is that like Twitter wars? Um, Twitter or Facebook wars? Um, I do think... Do you think people actually... Like, have you ever changed your mind through... No. Okay. Never, no. I don't get in. The only wars I get to into on Twitter or Facebook are gift wars. Yeah, well, you, you and Mum have a bit of a gift war on yeah. WhatsApp, don't you? you get text. We just sit and text gifts over the over the Wi Fi and just like, I'll send you a gift and you send me one back. And this What's is. Gift? The virtual hug. I was oh. literally about to say that's the kindest gift out there. Anyone's feeling a bit down, send them a little virtual hug. I don't think I've ever used the virtual hug gift, but after I finish this podcast, you're both getting the virtual hug. Aww. Right. Hey, that's that. That could be a task for all the listeners to send someone a virtual hug for no oh, reason. Or the minion that oh. just goes wow. Uh, uh, yeah. I love so, that gift. So listeners, please send someone you've not spoke to in a while. Someone's somebody spoke, like, you love. Somebody you've not spoken to in a while, somebody you want to reach out to, a virtual hug gift, uh, and feel free to send us some virtual hug gifts because we like them too. We love them. We love them. <laughs> um, so, today's question of the podcast, are we doing a question of the podcast? Yes. Is, what's your biggest claim to fame? I own a cult. <laughs> 
fact that you are the leader of a gang, um, uh, that you just kind of cult. I didn't realise it was set over to cult territory. Have you not noticed the merchandise appearing? <laughs> Specialist badges, isn't there? We tried to have them ordered, but we had to get our money back. Yeah, so are you, um, are you using the podcast to recruit your... The baggy trousers and these members, guys. Uh, no, What's no. happened here? What's happened to this? No, I, 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 thought, I thought it was a gang. I was quite happy when we were out when it was a gang, but now it's a cult. <laughs> when it was a gang. I, I was, I was sort of we were all about the dancing and the fight and the sharks. I do. What? What's the gang? Uh, we are called the Baggy Trousers after the Madness song. Sure. Um, and we just like to take in people who don't have many friends and just let them hang out with us. This will be cool. Yeah. I like it. Good, and then it, we start, it started spreading and I was just like... It's becoming a bit of a cold. Hello, see you later. Hi. Um, that was David popping his head in, just saying he, that he's off home. Um, uh, so, yeah, your gang is a really positive gang, though, isn't it? Yes. You don't like go around I'm not, sure, I'm not sure term gang is. a collective. Why not collective? It just sounds stiff. Yeah, you, you like the idea of gang, don't you? Yeah, but we're... Yeah. we're How have you got your gang now? I don't know. Are we still calling it a gang or are we calling it a cult? Well, uh, either way. Taking terminology like you'd have your crows, like a murderer, a murderer of yeah. baggy trousers. No, what about yeah. a gaggle? <laughs> That's this. Yeah. Oh. So and they so hiss at people. We don't hiss at people. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, because if that has started happening, you need to start defining the rules of being in the baggy trousers. So, so that's your claim to fame. You own a cult. Cult the baggy trousers. Have you met anybody famous or you? I met one. Well, oh, I think I met Anne. Um, was it there? <laughs> two. I met them in a Tesco's when I was a kid. You did? Yeah, you, you met, you met um, I think it was that, wasn't it? I watched my dad get locked in a toilet by Cinderella. That was funny. Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think it was the real Cinderella. Was it Cinderella? Um, was that the London Dungeon? No, that was at Shrek. Oh, it was the Shrek experience, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the locked in was giving <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your claim to fame about me? Yeah, it was and funny. It was, it was, famous it was, by association. It was, it was famous. Uh, I don't think it was the real Cinderella, though, was it? Also, it got pointed out by our witch. Very good. What's your claim to fame, mate? My claim to fame. I'm trying to think of one that is a kindness can't claim to fame. Okay. He owns a rival cult. We're called the skinny jeans. Uh, we don't get on with the baggies. Uh, we're very exclusive. No one's welcome. Yeah. It's just me. It's a cold one. Uh, can anybody join your, your. I mean, you have to do the initiation, but. What's the, what's the initiation? You have to watch all six series of some DVD. That's what you have to do. No. Um, it, it's, it, you just have to put your hand up and say, I suddenly swear to be a baggy trouser, and then do the really awkward high five we invented. Right, and then they've got to sort of, sort of um, grant allegiance to you personally. No. Is there, is, there, is there a pyramid scheme involved? Is there some kind of yeah. money changing hands? Yeah, no. Cash changing hands. You're not doing it for cash, are you? No. You're doing it for the. How many, how many in the baggy trousers now? Um, 
don't know. You seem elusive like a shepherd that hasn't counted the flock in a while. Yeah. I haven't, because the last time I counted them was a week after it started, and it's been going almost a year now. So, so but we've got, when did it move over to Colch though? Yeah, so what, what, was, what was it that... It was just a funny thing we used to tell people, because like, within the first week, uh, within like the first two days, we had like 30 people, and it was just a funny thing we used to say to people, hey, do you want to join our cult? Because it made them laugh, and they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, because I get one to join cults all the time. I'm like, hilarious. This is going to join Scientology. No! No, no. no. They, they, they told me I was vain, the Scientology lot. They, yeah. they, they said, I'll do this test. I thought, why not? And they're they like, you're very vain. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, have you done the Scientology test? I think it was ages ago. And to be right. honest, it was, you know, we were working very long weeks and it was after a few beers in yeah. Harlow which is a wonderful area to work. Um, there used to be a little tent in the middle of the, the so town. So we were all just thinking, why not? Let's do it. And yeah. Obviously, the, the whole test is to make you feel bad about yourself, yeah. so you start giving them money. Yeah. But the good thing about... But it's highlighting your flaws, isn't yeah. it? That's what they want to do. But yeah. I think we all do that enough when we look in the mirror, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, you've gone weak on me. <laughs> you don't even know what I do in my own time. This is... Here's my record now. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm trying to think of claim to fame. Oh, actually, when I was younger, I was uh, I sat next to Cat Dealey and Anton Deck on CD UK. You remember that? Awesome, good fun. I had good horrendous fun. spiky hair because that was back when the offspring etc. were uh, yeah, so I looked. Don't worry, Dad had an afro. I, I had an afro when I was a kid. Awesome. Well, Fifteen, but. That's a really good claim to fame. My one, the one that I always, my go-to claim to fame, is uh, my cousin was the first ever Ron Seal man. So he was the guy who originally said, it's exactly what it says on the tin. <sighs> now I love that, because that's niche, that's small, but also big, and it, uh, just, it's that's, like, that is, yeah. Oh, my dad designed the Guinness factory in Nigeria. Oh, very cool. Uh, and being from Ireland himself, that's like a double, yeah. Double whammy. Love it. Absolutely. I love that phrase. So, Double so, whammy. So, listeners, what are what is your biggest claim to fame? We look forward to hearing your responses. Shall we move on to kindness news? Yes. Welcome to kindness news. What you be googling, Charlie? Um, Memento Mori. Um, so you know how it's just Memento Mori, which means remember death. Well, I just slapped the word all in there. It says, it now says remember all death. Omnes memento mori. Or remember my death is mortis memento mei. Okay. We're just, I didn't expect a Latin lesson today. Is it Latin? It's Latin. Tychelius estinetrio. I remember that from my Latin lessons at school. I, well, I never did. Never did Latin. I, I went to a, a really rubbish comp in the East End, so I never had any Latin lessons. <laughs> we had English lessons. <laughs> Yeah, we do English. We're trying to understand Shakespearean language. So, what what episode of Kindness News are we on today? <coughs> Kindness News Gaming Edition. Gaming Edition, love it. So yes. What good? What kind? What? I suppose games, even though I love games, are inherently um, violent. Uh, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it depends what games you're playing. Okay. Like you wouldn't go into a date and something. No, oh, this is violent. Um. Oh, so what, okay, what? I just remembered some stuff. Keep <laughs> anyway. moving, keep moving on. First article, 
gaming for kindness with Penny Arcade. Okay. Have you ever wanted, wanted to watch your faves battle it out on Mario Kart or enter no. a far, far out galaxy and duke it out with space, uh, out of space narwhals? Not really. I know we have. This desire led us to dream up a new event. Penny Arcade is hosting Gaming for Kindness, a Twitch stream fundraiser to benefit random acts. It's the first Twitch fundraiser Random Acts has been, ever been part of, and you will be able to donate directly on Jack. So this online. is Random Acts of Kindness, the organisation, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's what? this, uh, it's this arcade, and they're doing a Twitch live stream. At you did something with this, didn't you? Did you do a live stream gaming? Yeah, well, I think we've done. Too? I think we've done three now. Okay. The race, yeah, we did a twenty-four hour one. No, two we've done. We did a twenty-four hour one. And then we did a 12 hour one, so we raised about 1,500 to 2 grand. Yeah. We didn't finish Diablo 3 though, so we're going to go back and do that probably in October. But um, yeah, no, it's good. It's a really good way to make a bit of money. What games did you pick? The first time we were picking all sorts of games, we went for our classics like Soul Calibur. Uh, good game. Uh, some good NBA game. was good. Yeah. Uh, we tried to play Dark Souls and immediately got deleted from the hard drive after one attempt. And just, it just uh, you can't play it, it's such a frustrating game, isn't it? it it's a great game. Uh, uh, to do from in a darkened room when nobody can see you foul. Um, but um, in terms of in terms of um, a game that you want to broadcast live, probably not. not it wasn't. Live. It was. It was a great day. Um, so yeah, all sorts of games, and then mixed. We wanted to do all of uh, Diablo the run through for a, a comp, um, special effects charity. That's what okay. they're called, um, and they do things like. Um, Special controllers, people with disabilities, so they can still play games. Oh, cool! Really cool. cool. Really, really simple stuff like really soft t- uh, touch pads yeah. instead of buttons for people that yeah. suffer from like cerebral palsy and still no, push no, the buttons. There's a, lot, there's a lot of games with pressure sensitive things to them yeah. like realizing. So you might not say it, but like passing the ball, for example, if you hit it hard, it will be slightly yeah. harder. So yeah. you just yeah, really cool stuff like that. So it's yeah. I mean, I do quite a lot of charity. I try to. I think it's yeah. it's just privilege to be able to help other people. Isn't I, it? I, I absolutely agree. And I think if you're lucky enough to sort of live a particularly fortunate life, you've, you've got an obligation to do it, I think. Absolutely. You've got an obligation to do it. But to do it and play games. Sounds <laughs> 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 like a battle win. Why is everyone not doing it all the time? You know what, I'm going to have a massive sacrifice. What are you going to do, Chris? Play computer games. That's not that much of a sacrifice, is it? I assure you, at hour 22. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know we, I couldn't talk to my best friend for about a day. We just stopped talking and we slept and then yeah, we just went yeah. home back to Birmingham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how was the quality of the game then? It started off really well. We were very well slept, what, well fed. What time did you start? Uh, the first one we started about 9am. That's your mistake there. So that was good. The second one, the 12 hour, we started about 5 in the afternoon. So, so we'd had a full day anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, you should start like one in the morning because then um, the light comes later. It's lighter for longer, uh, so th- th- it doesn't compute in your brain that you're supposed to be sleeping as much. Do you reckon that might be a good time to start then? Yeah, I'd never recommend doing it. Doing a, if you were doing a gaming charity marathon, what um, what games would you choose? Ooh, uh, something short and sweet and simple. Something entertaining that if, that people can watch and enjoy. Mario Kart. Mario Kart's good. Mario Kart's good. We, um, there's a gaming bar over in Stratford now, and they've got the N64 Mario Kart set up on the screen. It's oh, what's that one with the giant floppy people? They just oh, go into the fan. Oh, <laughs> so brilliant. funny. Uh, that's, yeah, that's really annoying, because that's not released on, um, on Xbox, Xbox, is it? No. 
Are you on Xbox? Yeah. 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 The game based, um, <laughs> I've, I've always had those. I think PlayStation is a console prize, though. I mean, like, you look at the game, the God of War, like all the original, like all the only PlayStation games. We should turn this into a game podcast. Let's talk about those those kindness news things, though. So they they did kindness for uh, a game, game, game in kindness. Yeah. What did they play? Um, Mario uh, doesn't say specifically what they played, but the they had guests like Lisa Berry, okay. Rachel Miner, uh, Michael Borgia, Osric. If you know any of these people, please. Adam Fergus, uh, Elena <laughs> Huffman. Are you just making up names. <laughs> hey, hang on, it's a random, it's a random <laughs> name generator <laughs> she's got running here. Fergus Feigelson, Alan Davidson, Catherine Ramdeen, oh Catherine, no, <laughs> Robbie Thompson, Bobo Ben, Bobo, Robbie, 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 Davey Perez. David Perez, no. I think they might be professional games. Ah, oh, they might be. Who's Bobo Bobo? <laughs> <laughs> it's a show! Have you ever seen Bobo 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 Bobo? I think they're like Bobo 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 as a professional. I'm just liking saying Bobo Bobo Bobo. Bobo 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 Bobo. Okay, so they raised up. But Mike, so we've got like somebody who's actually down here, 24 hour gaming. That yeah. is incredible. It was cool. I mean, yeah. did you do it again 24 hours or yeah, with, with different preparations. Now the key thing is, I think you need fresh people coming in. So yeah. you do like an hour on a game. Because what we were trying to do originally was like have a day in the garden, barbecue. Yeah. People just take turns. It didn't quite work out. So we sort of ran out of time, and I'm bad at organising. So probably next time we'll have a bit more of that to it. Mate, I, look, let me know. Oh, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, and I will join you. Please do. I'm trash, but don't worry about it. Well, yeah. I might, I might do. I'll stay on Soul Calibur. And then everyone pays a pound to have a go at me, and I could raise millions. I tell you what, yeah, that challenge. Because I'm just so unbeatable at, at Soul Calibur. Uh, well, I, I think you should do Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter as a. As a no, because you'll put me in the corner, and then you'll sweep me and keep you, uppercutting me. Who's your, who's, who's your character in Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur, Voldo or Kill It. Well, the one with the. the one, ah, right. Who, who's your character on Mortal Kombat, though? I haven't played them in ages. I used to be pretty good with. Um, Johnny Cage, but I think he's not in the new ones, is he? No, he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, any more game stories? Yes, I found this website called Games for Change, and okay. it's a student challenge. I'm not making this up. Bo 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 No, bo 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 the, game, the Games for Change Student Challenge is a national game design program that invites students to create digital games about issue, issues impacting their communities. The challenge is run in cities across the United States and, one, two, three, and includes professional development and based, game-based learning for 20 teachers per city in school and after-school game-making courses supported by curriculum partner Mouse. Student game jams and workshops, mentorship, there's a lot of words. Anyway, basically it's about people creating games to, to get a point across uh, about some, an issue that's in their community. And gotcha. I think that's, that's quite a kind... In fact, I think games are an art form the same as... To themselves, the like photography or music or, or music or stories. And you, 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 we mentioned a couple of 
Yeah. So that, that... See, in fact, the, the, the girl that helped, so Hellblade, um, so sacrificed his game where the girl suffers from psychosis. Yeah. Um, and it says you have to play it in the dark and you have to put surround sound headphones okay. on. And if you can imagine, as you think normally on a date, but you can hear her voices talking to her. Yeah. So it's not like, you say hearing voices, but you, when, when you're reading something, you hear your own voice talking. Yeah, yeah. So you're not, yeah. you know, it's a natural thing. Yeah. But she just won a BAFTA for Best Actress in any game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, that, that's incredible. I mean... But, but that, that, for games to tackle mental health issues, mm. there, there was a game called This War of Mine. Have you ever played that? No, no. Incredible game that um, was uh, developed and... Uh, uh, sponsored by a, a gaming firm, sold commercially, but um, uh, was had input from War Child and loads of charities that helped oh, people wow, in okay. wartime places. And it was about surviving in the war zone, not from a sort of Call of Duty shoot, shoot perspective, but as civilians living in a. Old, uh, it was actually. What about that game? Um, I was going to say that's pretty much. But, what but, about that game? But, and I yeah. What about that game where it was the woman she was walking in her house and on the beach and she had the, this book and she kept going into each page and you had to solve each level and each level was about a different part of her life. Yeah. Like the one with um, the girl with the ribbons and yeah. she had to slide along the... Uh, I can't remember what that was called. That was a good oh. game. That was more of a casual game. But I think storytelling in any form is the opportunity to... Um, people understand issues more. Well, right? there's, there's gaming's not, not excluded from that. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely not. And I mean, there's, there's kindness in education. Mm. But, but even if it's just getting someone to think differently, then that's, that's so. benefit. That's yeah, benefiting so. them. Yeah, say so. so that, that war, the war one sounds incredible, yeah. Yeah, it was a really, really um, interesting um, uh, uh, thoughtful, thought-provoking game. It was, a, it, was, it was good. So what games have they made that is social change based? Um, no. Are you enjoying your berries then? Uh... There's a fly on one of them. It's really <laughs> annoying me. Okay, 2018 winners. Ooh, so winners. what games did they make? Load, load. Sorry, I had, I had it up on the homepage because it had the about section on there. <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay, I found the reason why this flag's up on my thing. Um, in New York, there were two games made on the, the premise of kindness and empathy. One is called What Goes Around Comes Around. And the description of the game is, this game is based off the saying, what goes around comes around. Help the people with their problems and they will help you too. Okay. Another one is called Phobic. Phobic is a short visual novel about bullying with four different endings that show students what they can do to help those who are bullied, regardless of what they identify as and who they are. And it, like, it gives you all the details about the games, like the, who made them. Online or are they... I don't know, but okay. I will check it for you. Okay, cool. So we'll put details of the uh, both the kindness news stories in the show notes, and mm. hopefully we can have a go at those games. It'll be interesting to yes. see how they encourage kindness. So there's, there's, there's one coming out on the um, Nintendo that's on Steam, and I can't wait for it called Undertale. You love Undertale, don't you? Yeah, it's on PlayStation at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I, I had... You've got it on Steam, haven't you? Yeah. It's, is, it, is Undertale quite a fun game? Well, it's, you can complete the whole... It's a classic sort of side-scrolling game, sort of role-playing thing, isn't it? Depends what mode you play it on. You can play it on um, neutral, and that's where you kill like one or two enemies, but not all of them. If you play it on genocide, you have to kill absolutely everything. Or you can play it on passive, and you don't kill anyone, but it's... 
it's a harder version to play because everyone's trying to kill you. Yeah. And it's just a hard version to play. And I've never been able to do my, the, I've never been able to make myself do anything but the passive mode. Okay. Because all the characters are just so nice. And then they respond to you. Yeah. You've been killing people, they respond to you differently. Yeah. So the whole idea is to do it without hurting anyone. Uh, there's, well, there's another game like that. Oh. Um, Mirror's Edge. Uh, Mirror, Mirror's Edge. It's not Mirror's Edge. It's, uh, I can't remember, but the the more violent you are in the game, the harder it gets, mm. and the um, and the less uh, positive your ending is. Oh, that's okay. The bit about the more difficult it gets—that's kind of the opposite because it does get it's more difficult to. Um, in Undertale, it's more difficult not to fight that because everyone's trying to kill you and you have no way to defend yourself, but you talk to the enemies and you let uh, you ask them to let you go and you ha- be kind to you them. You need to be quite persuasive to talk to a pair of... I mean, I, I have, yeah, I mean, I there's have frogs trying to kill you. There's a, there's a little cat yeah, called Temmie. Temmie is so cute. Yeah, but I mean, you need, you need some really massive persuasive abilities to be able to talk yourself out of every single argument. The sort of persuasive abilities that might... Cult or something like that. Yeah, like, when, you know, that, that sort of that level. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> well, you send uh, someone a picture of us some baggy trousers gift and yeah, say, Are you interested? Yeah, and they reply, I'm in. Yeah, you're in. Um, okay, thank you for showing that kindness. Of no problem. Stories of kindness. Sure. Well, have a super dramatic. Getting you know, all out my system. Stories of kindness. That was quite. You did the jazz hands then, so like stories of kindness. It wasn't jazz hands, it was looming over you. <laughs> Loom hands. <laughs> as, a, as a cult leader often does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We can stop. We can stop. Anyway. Should, should we start referring to you as a cult leader? Yes. Do you dress up as the guy from Atlas? <laughs> 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 no, I, d- I just wear my uniform and everyone just goes, ah! <laughs> You've got a uniform for your cult? No, my school uniform. Your cult uniform is the school uniform. <laughs> but I'm going to say it's lazy, if anything. I think that's an easy way out. Uh, yeah. What's the uniform? Wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the uniform? We've got the Sarge's badge there. Is everybody who wears the Sarge's uniform in your cult? No. Not yet. <laughs> no. And not all our cult members are, are from Santa's either. No, true, true. We are multi-school. You, 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 you need your own uniform now, that's the Maybe. Can, can I get that's what I was saying? Go, off you go. Okay. So you asked me to prepare some very kind scenes from TV shows, and I had a bit of trouble with this because, you know, I've been watching a lot of TV about violence and stuff, and also I've been doing a binge watch of Queer Eye, which... Queer Eye is quite a nice show. Yeah, but it, I was... I was not. Huh? No, no, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's an amazing show, and I mean, here's the end of everyone. But it's not kind to poor old Bobby, who redecorates <laughs> an entire house and gets no TV time. Who's Bobby? He's the, he's the, the, the ginger one. Oh. So he redecorates an entire he house. He redecorates the entire life. houses, and he, he doesn't, he get, doesn't to get enough credit. No, no. They, they uh, actually remade I've a character called Bobby the other day, a person called Bobby the other day. I've only seen the first episode, the first episode, a little bit the second one. There's, there's a British queer yeah. eye guy. Who's involved? I don't think, I think he's the chef one, isn't it? Ten. Ten. No, no, no. Yeah. I thought Tan was the. Yeah. No, I really liked it. Yeah, I've only been watching it like since last night. If you were to go for kind TV shows, 
Really yeah, except I picked examples from, like, fictional. Okay, well, we'll talk about your fictional ones, but while we're on it, what other documentary factual style shows are by kind of thing? I, I mean, the, um, the makeover one um, always had me in tears. Um, oh, DIYs. DIYs, just... Love it. Absolutely love it. There are, there are just helping somebody... With that sort of thing, it's really good. It's got and community. Charlie just ate a berry before a really funny face so after she did it. But yeah, very community driven. Very. What do, what do you think, Charlie? What shows do you um, like? I don't watch a lot of do- uh, uh, reality shows. I quite like to say, stay in the fantasy world. Stay in the fantasy world. What fantasy shows are very fun? Okay, well, I started with I started with Sherlock because it's cool. It's a good show. I like Sherlock. I think particularly one of the things that surprised me was how kind Sherlock was, for once. <laughs> in what, in what? So, season three, spoilers, guys, Mary's Spoiler dead. Alert. Mary's dead. Um, and <laughs> you didn't give a thing when I to turn off. You went, spoiler alert, Mary's dead. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> then you got it in with it. Spoiler, Mary, uh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> She sends this disc. Mary's dead. Anyway, she sends this disc to Sherlock and he watches it. And on it. When did she send the disc? Well, she had it so that when she died, someone sent it to her. Like, Pierce, I love you. Somebody dies with Pierce. to help his best friend he wants to save his best friend from the sadness of losing his wife aka Mary um, he has to throw himself into hell and he he does if you remember he goes against that guy that um, practically tried actually tried to kill him like he nearly died and Himself up, end up hurting himself. So, because he has to say Sherlock. See, I, I think in Sherlock, the kind one is John Watson. He looks after everybody. He does, but I think on this certain occasion, it was Sherlock being kind to John okay. because John's always kind to Sherlock. And honestly, the wedding speech Sherlock gave broke my heart, like in a good way. And I think this was kind of like Sherlock paying him back and saying. Oh. I'm saving you from the sadness of losing the person you love the most. Yeah. And I just, I didn't know, that, that really hit me. Okay. When they were watching the video of Mary and when they realised what Sherlock was doing, that really hit me. Okay. Who's next? Um, okay, it's about the most recent Doctor Who Christmas special. Okay. Because I was trying to think of just one moment that the Doctor was really kind. And I, I went with this because I quite like this one. There was a man who was supposed to die in World War Two. Um, well, yeah, I have to oh, whole <laughs> There are loads of men supposed to die in World War Two. We all know this. Anyway, and I actually don't think 
think that's a message for that because people did definitely know what people were saying. Exactly. So basically, this guy he got caught in the time loop because the doctor refused to regenerate. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And they went through this whole thing and they met the people who were taking the guy's soul. And the doctor, instead of putting the guy back in his body when he was supposed to, when he was supposed to die, instead of putting him in his body to die, he put him in his body a couple hours later and it was Christmas. So it was the Christmas oh, thing yeah. where all the soldiers started singing and nobody fought. And he they saved this. They had a game of football, didn't they? They, they had a game of football and he saved true, this man's yeah. life by pushing it forward a couple of hours. And I think there's two things kind of about this scene. Yeah. The fact that he was willing to alter, ta- alter time for a stranger he didn't know, one. And two, the fact that all these people, I know this is a rude event, the fact that all these people that were supposed to be fighting yeah. got out of the trenches and started playing a game of you football know, and singing Christmas you know, carols. You know what I love about Christmas? And you can look at it very cynically and say uh, uh, companies use this to sell their stuff. Mm. But um, uh, I really like Christmas adverts. Yeah. And, and the Sainsbury's one, I think the Sainsbury's a few years ago. Oh, the supermarkets are available. Including all the Lidl's, Tesco's. I quite like the Aldi carrots. That was, I like the oh, Aldi carrots. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. But the one, they did, they did, a, the, they did a, an advert, which was a reenactment of that famous football match where they all stopped and, and carried on. But yeah, no, it, was, it, it was good that that was good. Mm. What was the next one? Okay. It's probably a show neither of you have seen, but it is one of my favourite shows of all time. It's called One Day at a Time. It's about this Cuban family. And the nan, she came from Cuba during the Cuban Revolution, during the time Castro was taking over. And basically, the mum, because she's ex-army, ex-military, she has, like, depression. And even though... No, she has depression. Um... Her best friend is the guy that owns the apartment building she lives in. And although she, like, when she came off her medication, she insulted him and insulted him and insulted him that it really hurt him. And then after she had vented, like, vented everything to a... She recorded everything on her phone. And she went to him to apologise for what she had said. And he listened to this thing. And all he could do was just hold her and cuddle her and, and tell her that... If she needed the medication, she was going to have to be on it. Even if it hurt, even if she didn't want to be on the medication, she needed it. And it was a good choice for her life. So he supported her and he told her what she needed. And he also compared it to the fact that she didn't want to take the drugs, but she was going to need them. And the fact that he wanted to drink alcohol, but he couldn't do it. And he said they were in opposite predicaments. And I just love the fact that he... So she needed the drugs and he didn't take it because... Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that he... He sort of understood. He understood and he was kind to her and he comforted her. And I just I just love that. How many, how, many time, how many times do... Actually, all we need is somebody going, I'm there for you. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, if you need to talk, if you need a cuddle, if you need somebody to... Just be there. I'm there for you. I think it's underrated. Yeah, so do I. We, we had this conversation in an earlier podcast. Just saying, I love you every day. Do you know what I mean? Just making sure that people just are... Just saying, I've got you. 
starting the podcast and because I've started recording you when we're mid podcast recording just to get and and what was that was that a, was that a impromptu version with subtitles of uh, Emily Sunday's read all about it I don't, I don't even know what that was it was it was weird but it was good it was good weird it was good welcome back to the kindness project weird but good I think that's well, Emily. We, we are we're at the end! Um, but, as you know, dear listeners, and as you know, dear Charlotte, read all about it, the end... Is not the end. Is it never the end. Actually, don't read all about it, listen about it. Listen all about it onto the podcast. Because uh, we have the... Question of the podcast this week, last week, this week, last week. Question of the podcast this week, last week. And we are... Uh, Continuing to take our kamikaze dive yeah, yeah. into. Um, we are a plane. Uh, <laughs> we're on a level, and now we are well, well, When we ask about the Muppets, it's all up. When we ask about eggs, we are flying high. When we start asking some interesting questions, we take a kamikaze dive in answers Maybe we, we get. We should ask about the about <laughs> Sesame Street characters we next should, time. We should. We uh, should. So the question of the podcast this week was um, uh, what do you find hilarious, good, entertaining that other people just don't get? And we had only one answer this week from Kath Key, regular friend of the show, regular contributor. Thanks for that high five. Like and Kath Key said, it's hard for me to convince people to watch the movie Local Hero. It's a gentle, reserved, funny, beautifully filmed story of a man on a crossroads and the people he meets along the journey. That sounds like my sort of film. I like Chicken Run. <laughs> Where did that come from? Is Chicken Run a gentle, reserved, funny, beautifully filmed story of a man on a crossroads and the people he meets along his journey? No, no it's about a chicken trying to escape a a, 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 a hungry farmer. What's the exact opposite of that description? Let's just stop chicken run. Chicken run. Chicken well, run. Well, well done. Well done. <laughs> I, no, I, but I think chicken run people get. Chicken run I get. But I've never seen Local Hero. Um, uh, so I will um, I will be checking Local Hero out. Um, check out Chicken Run. Check, <laughs> and while you're there, if you fancy watching Chicken Run, please do. Um, now that kamikaze dive. Listen to this. We're just like we're going to flip side it and take. Are we doing loop to loops? No, we're not doing we're not doing loop to loops. Our plane isn't doing a chicken run. Um, what we are doing is we are turning that dive into a Ascent. huge a huge sore because we got a really nice email this week. Yes, we did. So let me tell you about this email. It's from a lady called Flo Meek. Yes. And she just emailed us to say, I have just come across the podcast and I'm now binge listening to all the episodes. Oh, okay. Good luck with that. Um, um, I wanted Try to... not to pick your pants. <laughs> Is that what happens when people listen? Is that has that been medically uh, has that been, has that been medically proven? Can we use that in our claim? You know, uh, the kindness project medically proven to be your pants. You um, laugh so hard you wet your, wet your pants. <laughs> um, 
But listen, right? So Flo's loving the podcast. Yeah. She's binge listening to all the episodes. Yes. And she wanted to share her particular story of kindness. Yes. So she said, I started a project called Spread Happy, which aims to get people engaging with each other a little bit more and to bring out some smiles to everyone. The idea is that you hand out a card with a positive message, mm. there are several designs, to a stranger simply to make them smile and to improve their day. The responses I've had have been amazing and the buzz I get from seeing someone smile is like nothing else. And she gave us a virtual card, which yes, was really we nice, did. We did receive which it. just says you're a bit awesome, yes. which we really, really appreciate, Flo. Thank you and for that. And although I did not send a return email, uh, I did follow her on Instagram. So did I, Ooh. and on Twitter. And, okay, I, I've done that yet. and I sent her a little Twitter message as well, which is, she really appreciated. So uh, the kamikaze of only getting one answer was, was uh, redeemed by having a bit of an awesome email at the end of the week. So that was all good. High fives on that. And that, my friends, is it for this week. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye!